It's time for the PowerMizzou.com podcast with interviews and analysis of your Missouri Tigers. Now, here's your host, Gabe DeArmond. Welcome back to another week of the PowerMizzou.com podcast, one of four things in America that is still happening, at least as of right now. Um, Thursday afternoon is normally when we record. That did not happen. Uh, hadn't planned to because we had activities that were going on, none of which ended up happening, but it's Friday. Gabe DeArmond and Mitchell Forty here. Uh, Mitchell back from Nashville yesterday. We normally go about 30 minutes. I, guys, I, I don't know. We have no plan for this. Uh, it might be a lot longer. We're not sure. We're all kind of like everybody sifting through everything. We'll talk about some Missouri-specific stuff later, I'm sure, but this is right now, I, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know anybody who's ever been through anything like this, Mitchell. I mean, I my mom was saying I've never seen anything like this. She was born in 1950. Like, we're offline blind here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's what everyone kept saying in Nashville. You know, Jim Stark said they don't teach you this in AD school. Greg Sankey, SEC commissioner, had a similar statement. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's unprecedented. Um, I mean – you know, I saw in a couple stories like they played the NCAA tournament through you know the Second World War. Like it, they it, they have never canceled this thing. So we are definitely in uncharted territory. Um, there's there's you know there's a lot of, of fallout. Uh, you know nuances that are, I think are going to continue to come out in the next few days, and then after that, uh, there's going to be a whole lot of nothing for a long yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I mean we were just talking before the show. We are entering a period where it is possible. There is not a single college sporting event for five and a half months. Mm-hmm. Five months. Volleyball generally starts a little bit, I think, in early August, mid-August. But um, so I guess let's start just kind of down in Nashville. We started, you know, I guess it was Wednesday afternoon when things really started kind of getting canceled and going crazy. And we were in touch Wednesday night. You were at the arena all night. And we just kept expecting, hey, this thing's done. We're not mm-hmm. doing this. Uh, so just kind of. For everybody who maybe didn't read everything, what was Wednesday night up until Thursday morning at ten thirty? Like, yeah, Wednesday was crazy. It was that was really. I mean, like Thursday, yesterday was when a lot of the big announcements happened. But Wednesday was like when everything really kind of unfolded. By Wednesday night, you could kind of see the writing on the wall. So I got to Nashville around lunchtime, around eleven thirty. Actually, before even going to the arena, I went and got my hot chicken, which is what uh, you which do ended up Nashville. being smart because I really didn't have much time to eat after that. <laughs> um, Went to the arena and like, yeah, so I got there and, and, you know, teams are having their open practices, um, that, that we're planning to play on Thursday. And, you know, there, they, there was talk from some other conferences about not having this thing with fans or like, oh, we'll see what happens. Like, that's a possibility here for sure. Um, I got there, like Alabama was finishing up practice. Nate Oates is talking. I'm like, ah, you know, I don't really have any interest in talking to him. Like could ask a coronavirus question, but at that point, literally still on Wednesday, still seemed like a long shot that anything was really going to change. Then Texas A&M went and, you know, it started being like, you know, some more, I think while they were practicing was when the Ivy league canceled everything, um, you know, some more stuff started to happen. So in addition to asking them, you know, questions about the Missouri game, we asked Buzz Williams about it. And like, it was surreal. Just the difference from Buzz Williams talking to him to, to talking to Frank Martin a little bit later, like Buzz Williams was still like, I don't really know what's going on. Do you all? Or like, I don't know. So talk to the A&M people, then talk to the Missouri people. And as we're talking to the Missouri people, 
Um, Mark Emmert sends out the announcement that the NCAA will be played without fans. And it's kind of like, okay, like this is probably <laughs> going to happen for you all. But literally that announcement came out while we're conversing with Conzo Martin. So he's like, I don't really want to talk on the record about it because like, I don't have time to process it. Totally fair. Um, and then we talked to Frank Martin about 45 minutes later. And by that point, like he talked as if it was already decided, which I think it basically was that the SEC tournament was going to be played without fans. So then you get to that point, they have fans Wednesday night. They, they play those games. I didn't watch a second of them. I, I kind of almost wish I had because I won't watch basketball I, for so long, but they were such it, dreadful games. Yeah, I had uh, I had each game on for like five minutes. Yeah. I was literally kind of in, in the, the building, and I was like, ah, I'm more interested in what's happening on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, th- that's all going on. And then uh, they, they, the SEC announces, as we had expected, that they were going to go without fans. And then, like, as Greg Sankey's going up for that press conference is when the Jazz and the Thunder pull their players off and, the court. That was, like, Rudy Gobert was the moment that this whole thing changed. Yes, absolutely. I mean, not just sports, nationwide. The best tweet I saw, somebody tweeted, it took Tom Hanks and an NBA player to get you guys to listen to doctors. Yeah. You know, but that's how, look, I remember Magic Johnson announcing he had HIV, and it all of a sudden became real then to a lot of people. Um, and, And I don't, I wanted to say this at the beginning, and I forgot. First of all, there there's two things. Yes, this sucks. Like, it does. It's okay to be disappointed that everything's canceled and all that. And also understand why it's happening, which mm-hmm. I think most people do. Um, this isn't a place we're going to get into the craziness of what you believe. This is not a, this is not a political issue. This is a public safety issue. Um, you know, but yeah, the Rudy Gobert thing, I, I mean, I had my phone out. And I think Shams was the first tweet I saw. And I said, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. this is now everything changed. And I think I texted you within minutes of that and said, they're not playing this tournament. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, like as you said, that, that was the big moment where everyone's like, okay, this is inevitable. You know, the writing's on the wall. Tournaments are getting canceled. March Madness is, as a whole is, is probably going to get canceled. So from then, then on, it was just a matter of time. Um, you know, the announcements came out Wednesday, I think, I think, or Thursday morning. I think the only real surprise Thursday was that they went ahead and canceled the spring sports championships as well. Uh, the NCAA did, but um, got some reaction from Jim Sterk on Thursday, wrote up a story and drove back to Columbia. So, it, I mean, it it's crazy. And I'm glad you brought up uh, just, you know, like the, the people do. It sucks, but people need to realize, I mean, this this the precaution when you're talking about sports, sports are so expendable that it, it is if it could help save lives. You know, it's a no-brainer and to not to have the, these things. To the people involved, like, uh, sports are important. Mm-hmm. They're not this, you know, they're they're not what a lot of people who aren't sports fans try to marginalize them and, hey, this doesn't matter, it's just a game. They, they are important. They're a big deal. And I kind of wanted to, to get into a little bit because everybody has some personal connection to this. I mean, my, my son lost two swim meets within about 24 hours of each other. He and his teammates are devastated, and I get it. But then I sent him the story your dad wrote. For anybody who hasn't read it, your brother lost NCAA championships as a senior in college. Your sister has a legitimate shot to make the U.S. Olympic team. Realistically, probably won't in four years and doesn't really have any idea if that's going to happen at this point. So the point is everybody has lost something that's important to them. Yeah. 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 you know, speaking on, I, I mean, that, that, so, you know, I, I was a swimmer in college. Both of my siblings are swimmers in college. And uh, speaking, you know, that's where my mind immediately went when this was all going down was just, man, like putting myself in their shoes because 
you know, for all the senior athletes, it's just brutal to get this thing ripped away. And, and there's a lot of, you know, teams that were basketball teams that were going to the NCAA tournament who want that have that opportunity, spring sports athletes. But for swimming, you know, which is what I knew, you train basically all year for one meet, maybe two. Right. And for my brother, that meet was NCAA. So he, he really never had a chance to swim his best, to perform his best this year. It was all leading up to this meet, and then it doesn't happen. And, and that's brutal. And now, credit to him. I mean, he's handled it great. He's fine. I talked to him on the phone yesterday. You know, he's like, you know, I saw the writing on the wall. It is what it is. He made some jokes about it. Like, he's a strong kid. He'll be fine. Um, and, and, you know, like, so it's this interesting dichotomy of like, yeah, like you said, you don't want to just, you know, dismiss sports. Like, this was probably the right move, but there's still a lot of individuals who are affected and, and who, like, you know, Konzo had a really good quote that on Tuesday, like, you know, this is bigger than... Uh, this is bigger than sports. This is life. It's like, but for my brother and for, you know, these swimmers, like that is their whole life. Then, you know, yeah. you stay in every Friday night and, you know, you don't do a lot of things your friend do and you, you eat right and all this stuff all for this one meet and it doesn't happen. Like that is tough. And a couple of kind of breaking news items. First of all, Mizzou just canceled spring football practice this afternoon. Um, supposed to start at one thirty. I was stunned that it hadn't been canceled yet. The SEC athletic directors were on a conference call at 11 a.m. No spring football practice this afternoon. No official word yet on the rest of spring ball. We certainly expect it to be postponed. You can't have a football practice when you're telling kids not to go to class. Um, it's a, If nothing else, it's just an awful look. You can't do it. Um, the NCAA has suspended on and off campus recruiting in every sport at every school, I assume at every level, through April 15th. So those are a couple of the things that have just happened that I, I kind of wanted to uh, get uh, probably be about an hour old by the time you guys are listening to this. There are a million kind of directions and, and questions people have about this. Nobody has any answers, um, but it's like we're all just, just kind of waiting to see what the next thing is. Um, you know, I – you're talking about the reactions. I mean, I, I was texting with a friend of mine who's uh, a Division One, uh, on a Division One basketball staff. He said, I was on a bus for five hours with two kids in tears because their careers are over. And it's terrible. And the immediate reaction is all these kids should get another year. It's not that simple. Yeah. You can't do that. First of all, in basketball, I'm sorry, but you just played 90% of your season. Right. You, you, they're definitely not getting another year. Right. The only kids we're talking about here, I think, are spring sports. Definitely. Yeah, I think spring sports athletes maybe have a shot, but it, it is, I mean, it's its complicated. Um, you know, I, I say, I mean, not all these sports, not every athlete has a full ride, but, you know, you know, baseball has like 11 scholarships, I think, softball maybe like 15 or something like that, and, and you know, there's each of the other sports has a few, like, you know, multiply however min, no, that number is, maybe like 30, 35 times the cost of attending Mizzou is what, like $60,000 or something like that. And if like you that. have a That's D1 a football program, you can fund that. Yeah. Well, what about the schools that don't? Yeah. And also, as you pointed out, you know, as you take away, you know, as you keep these seniors, that takes away an opportunity from a, a guy who's a rising senior who's then, you know, he was thinking he was going to start his senior year and now he's not. And that trickles down to all the way down to the, you know, the, yeah. the, the seniors in high school right now. I think my guess, and, and this is a total guess, obviously there's a lot to be figured out here and there is time, but my guess is that 
spring sport athletes who have a redshirt year remaining might be able to stay on just because their scholarship was intended to go for five years anyway. Like most most student athletes who get a scholarship, it, it goes for five years in the event of a redshirt or if you stay uh, a fifth year to finish your degree. So it wouldn't necessarily, you know, it shouldn't be more than the school's bargain to pay. Um, so it should be affordable. And, you know, it's just like one of those things like your, your season could get canceled for an injury at this point. You would still probably get a redshirt. Uh, I will expand beyond that. I don't know, but that's just my guess. I think that's the reasonable approach. Uh, if you have a redshirt, you're available. You can come back. No change. But here are the problems if you start doing that. What about a junior who has a redshirt year available? Mm-hmm. Does he get to be a junior again? That's a good, and, yeah. And again, we're talking about you're getting into recruiting. If you re- if you give one group of kids an extra year. Somewhere along the line, somebody's paying for that. And let's just talk about softball because it's a head count sport, right? Every player is on a full ride. It's not like baseball where they divide 8.5 scholarships among the whole team. Every softball player that gets a scholarship gets a full ride. So I don't know what the limit is for softball. But let's say you've got a softball team with six seniors, all of whom have a redshirt year available, all of whom decide they want to take that and Mm -hmm. come back. So now the coach is going into recruiting going, I need six fewer players than I had last year. Well, I'll still take a couple, but I'm not going to take six because then, A, I can't get as many people because they're not going to play. My roster's all messed up, so I'm only taking two. So there are four people who are going to get a free education and play SEC softball who now aren't. Mm -hmm. And then that trickles down, and what you end up with is dozens, if not hundreds of kids who are juniors and seniors in high school not getting scholarships because you gave these kids an extra year. And I'm not saying one group deserves it more than the other. And and I know everybody will say, well, just abolish scholarship restrictions for a year. Like in a football team, instead of having 85, you can go to 110. But at what point does that end? And Mm -hmm. who wants to go to a school where it's like, now I got 25 more kids I got to compete with? I mean, it's not just – the NCAA is going to get killed if they don't give these kids an extra year. And it's not as simple as just saying, give them a year. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, we, we, we've said it multiple times already, but it's really uncharted waters right now. You know, I think there's so many different aspects, not just in sports where people are like, how is this going to work? And that's, I think the, the prime example, um, you know, we'll see. It's just, it, it's never, it's just impossible at this point for it to work out ideal for everyone. Like, right. it's just like with these seniors, you know, in the, in the, the winter sports, it's brutal, but it's just. It, it you know we're doing the it best happens. we can right it happens so uh where else what else should we talk about well it will quickly address i mean you know i've had a hundred people ask me are the postseason bans going to carry over till next year i mean our first impression is we wouldn't think so yeah i, I mean there's some common sense there they're not playing in the postseason just because there isn't a tournament doesn't to me mean that you know that carries over till the next time there is but the ultimate answer is we don't know and on the list of things the ncaa has to deal with in the next three months (laughs) can missouri baseball play in the sec tournament is not in like the top six thousand. no exactly jim stark did have a funny answer about that when i asked him yesterday he just laughed and goes you know you know what i think about that (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah no also it's not impossible that the conferences could hold postseason tournaments this year I think it's probably unlikely at this point, but not impossible. They have not ruled that out. And if they did and Missouri just sat that out, which is like, you know, probably not a huge deal at this right. point, then that would count as their postseason ban for sure. Well, but, but so this kind of leads to 
why is everything already canceled and not postponed? Like, the NBA, the NHL, the clear approach is we're going to revisit this in three weeks. Hopefully, we can start playing again. It'll be a, whatever, 65-game schedule instead of 82. Playoffs will work as normal. Even if you have to go into mid-May and just say the eight teams in the top eight places in each conference are in the playoffs, we're starting them next week, you can do that. I, I don't quite know why the NCAA has already said everything's done. I don't either. And I, I actually, you know, I, I've been, I've, I've been, I was driving all last night. I didn't read anything about it. I've been curious to see if anyone from the NCAA has those answers, if they've been asked. Um, my guess, my first inclination was I think maybe they're trying to discourage some of these teams from practicing. Um, I think, the, I think, you know, that the hope is just the fewer kind of gatherings of people, the better. And if, if, you know, they don't want to have situations like here where, you know, you have the university canceling all classes, but sports teams being like, no, we have to still practice in case this season happens. I'm, that's my first inclination. I have not heard that from anyone. I'd be very curious to see what Mark Emmett or someone else from the NCAA has to say about our reasoning. Yeah. I, I would guess that uh, Mark Emmert and his staff are, Somewhat busy. Yeah, days, absolutely. Yeah, uh, they they've got a few things going on. And uh, I don't know. It's like I watched no college basketball this year, but I was going to watch the tournament. Mm-hmm. It, it, this Always. Is, this is what you do in March. Um, it's going to be weird. It is. It's going to be really weird. Uh, I mean, yeah. Like you know, I certainly I've, I've watched as much of the NCAA tournament as I can every single year since as I can remember. I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, even even yeah, even in years where you know I haven't kept up a ton with basketball, I, I was just starting to get into it. I did my you know did the Jerome pool, picked all the small conference tournaments, was was starting to get a get an idea of who to pick in the you know the the twelve right. five upsets. Uh, yeah, it's just going to be strange, and you know like I mean there's so many you know different areas where this is going to affect people's lives. Like you know I you know talking. I was in a shuttle in Nashville from the media parking to the stadium and like the shuttle driver was like, is this event canceled? And I was like, yeah. And you know, he was panicking because he's like, I, this is how I'm going to make my money this week was driving this. I mean, there's right. so many people like that. And so I I want to put that out there first, just to say that like, you know, the NCAA like being canceled is, is relatively minor in hindsight, but it is going to be just kind of like a, a weird thing. And it's almost like a social experiment to see like, what do people do? Do we find another distraction that can kind of unify us like that? It, it's going to be weird. I mean, Netflix is getting a lot more subscribers and Pornhub is like tripling <laughs> its traffic. I mean, you know, that's, uh, that's what's going to happen um, at this month. But it, it like, it, and look, I know there will be some jokes that are made that are over the top and stuff, but like, you gotta have a little bit of sense of humor about this. I mean, yeah. what are you gonna do? You gotta laugh sometimes. Yeah, I, that's always my kind of personality too. And I think I actually I str- I struggled because, you know, Wednesday was so crazy that I really just spent no time reflecting on it. And so right. even as I'm like leaving the arena, I just thought about. Rudy Gobert touching everyone's microphones uh, and then being the person to shut down American sports. And I was laughing out loud. And I'm like, I can't like tweet about this because it's not right. appropriate. I mean, this is a really serious issue. And I, I think it's good that we're taking the steps that we are just so people finally, as you said, listen to the to the you know, the medical knowledge out there and and actually take steps and don't just be like, well, it's, you know, it's not gonna affect me. It's that's not the point. It could affect someone else. But like right. 
yeah, like I think my inclination is just to to sometimes sit back and look at how absurd some of this stuff is and chuckle. It, it's I, I mean the Brian Fisher tweet that laid out everything that happened on Wednesday in like a twelve hour period was I I can't remember and you know I, I understand what Jim Sterk was was trying to say. The last thing he could remember that threw things into chaos like this was nine eleven. Obviously a different mm-hmm. deal, but this I mean Wednesday. At noon to, I don't know, I would say Thursday around 5 p.m. was just like, I couldn't put my phone down. Because every three minutes, something else was happening. And either somebody else was, Tom Hanks had it. Yeah. Or something was getting canceled. Or uh, I couldn't get off the internet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was especially wild, you know, being in Bridgestone Arena Wednesday among all the other, you know, I mean, not just media members, but we're talking all the coaches and all the officials who, like like us, we're just trying to figure out what's going on. I mean, right. literally, like, we're interviewing Buzz Williams on Wednesday. He's like, so what's the latest on that? I heard something from my wife about right. the Ivy League. And we're like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, we're, we're, we're as in the dark as you. So I mean, it, just the speed at, at which it all kind of happened was crazy. Now, I will say, <laughs> one of the things, I mean, like, I, I think it's good, like you said, that this finally happened and we reached this point where we, we – you know, are really trying to take this seriously and take stock of what's essential and what can and can't be canceled. But for a lot of these major conferences and even the smaller ones to have a few days with fans and stuff, like I almost feel like a lot of the damage was done. I mean, right. Like Wednesday in Nashville, even, you know, there's, there's not a ton of fans there, but there's a few thousand in the building. And then there's all of us, you know, staff and media and the, the little buffet area all using the same tongs. And like, you start to think about all this stuff. I'm like, I mean, if you have it, like, let's say you're carrying you don't know at this point. No, I may you never. You might get sick I may, next week. I may, may also never, never get sick. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it is, I think that's why, and that's, you know, all the people who who are comparing it to, to other things, like that's why this is different is because we don't know how many people have it and we don't necessarily know if you're going to present, pre- present symptoms. Yeah, it's, uh, and like, look, please don't listen to this podcast for any medical advice. Oh, God, no. <laughs> we have absolutely no idea. I prefer to listen to a doctor i mean i wash my hands a lot but i like i'm only going to speak for me i always wash my hands after i took a leak anyway <laughs> um now maybe i just do it twice i don't know man maybe maybe get like a mask or something although i've heard those don't work yeah so. you're not supposed to um i hope you have all the toilet paper you need sam's I, club is for out sure don't i i've been out of town for the last week i just got yep. back last night at like 11 p.m and was like oh i have nothing so, so that's yeah great. so my parents are leaving destin florida they rent a place down there for a few months they're leaving on sunday driving home there's literally nothing in their house i mean they have no food nothing i they should be on Amazon getting toilet paper shipped to their house right now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I that's I've decided after the last you know forty eight hours. I'm like that's a future me problem. I'll figure it out. Yeah. So look the 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 next question and I like again we have no answer to this, but I've gotten a lot of texts from from guys that do what we do. Like, what are we gonna write about for the mm-hmm. next? <laughs> however, yeah. I, I mean, we don't know right now. Yeah. You know, how do you write about sports when there are no sports? Yeah. I think I think these first couple of weeks are still going to be very interesting. I still have a lot of questions right. um, about how things are going to work. You know, The rec- problem is rec- nobody can answer. Exactly. But I think we'll get there, um, hopefully. You know, recruiting is a big one. Uh, you mentioned the Olympians or Olympic hopefuls. There's a ton of those in college. And, you, you know, if they ban practices, those, those kids are going to, 
continue to train. I mean, this moment is too big not to. What are they going to do? Um, you know, and we mentioned the eligibility thing. That's a big one. Uh, so there, there are still, I think, things to to monitor and to write about for maybe like two or three weeks. And then it's like, oh, man, like, do we do we like share recipes or right. something? Right. That's the thing, because the common misconception is that we cover sports. Mm-hmm. Like I have people ask me all the time. Wait, you didn't cover the Super Bowl? Yeah. Well, no, I don't cover the Chiefs. Why would I get a press pass to the Super yeah, Bowl? Our name right? of the website is Power Mizzou. Right. I mean, we just cover Mizzou. So, like, yeah, in a month when the NBA's back and the NHL's back and Major League Baseball's going to start, cool. All those people have things to write about. I I don't know. We might, we might go, like, play 18 holes of golf and write about that every day. I might <laughs> have to can, get a country club membership. Maybe we can get credentials to the delayed Masters. Be like, yes, Power Mizzou has some sort of obscure connection with a groundskeeper. We need to be there. I, I mean, it is, uh, it's, it's wild. Um, I, I don't think anybody knows what to think. Look, I hope the people who are out there saying, you people are all idiots and everybody's overreacting. I hope you end up being right because that probably means whatever we did worked. Right. You know, we would love, uh, I mean, in a month to be covering spring football practice. Did I just say that? I've never, I've never I, heard you say you would love to cover spring football. We would accept in a month covering <laughs> spring football practice. Um, you know, again, we're at least a month. We're a month and two days now from any recruiting taking. Now, look, calls are going to happen, messages, all that. That's all going to happen. But in person, there will be no visitors until at least April fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be no coaches on the road until at least April fifteenth, which I. I one more Mizzou tentacle here. My initial reaction is, hey, that might be good. Missouri couldn't go on the road a lot anyway. Well, I read the document early this morning, and the recruiting restrictions actually don't take place until next school year. So they're yeah. losing all this time that everybody's losing, and then they're going to lose some more time that the other schools aren't losing. Yeah, which is not exactly ideal. I actually can like understand in hindsight you know, why Missouri might have wanted that because with a new staff coming in, you know, you want them to be able to get their feet and not be immediately hamstrung there. But, uh, yeah, that didn't end up working out great. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's, uh, yeah, like I said, there's there's a lot of questions. I, don't know. I uh, Like you said, I, I don't want us to, to be like try to be experts on, on the whole thing. I think my biggest takeaway from, you know, just – kind of listening to people talk and uh, being on social media some is like you know this is going to be weird and this is a bummer for all of us who are big sports fans but there are so many people out there who care so who care and cared so much more about what was going on in the right. sec tournament than actually inform themselves about you know this disease <laughs> right. now now that it's me, gone uh, me for one absolutely oh i'm 100 percent in that camp 100 percent um you know now that this is gone let's take this opportunity to to actually like Really do some research and and you know try to figure out what's going on. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read some books. Um, I'm gonna watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just watched The Hunters. That was really good on okay. Amazon. Good to know. Uh, we're starting The Outsider on HBO. You got any any binge watching recommendations? I haven't. No, I haven't been watching many shows. I need to. I need to get on that. I think. I think I'm. I, the outdoor seems to be a pretty safe place. So I think I'm just gonna try to get good at golf. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would. Uh, I've been trying that for like 25 years. It hasn't yet worked, honestly. <laughs> I mean, but you haven't had you haven't had this much time with nothing to cover. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, and look, I, I don't like work super hard anyway. But now, uh, I maybe I'll actually start a side business 
uh, kind of teaching people how to work from home. <laughs> I was thinking the same because thing. Because I've done this for 17 years now. I've got this thing down to a science, man. Yeah. I do like 20 minutes of work. I'll get up, do a load of laundry, sit down, do a little more work, cook some lunch, sit down, do a little more work, vacuum. Yeah, I've had friends be like, how are you doing this, man? Working from home so I'm like, you're not doing it right because it, it's pretty nice. It, 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 it took me, I'd say it took me a good year and a half to kind of adjust to actually being good at it. Because, mm-hmm. like, in the past, well, mine was different because when I started this job, my kids were six and one. Mm-hmm. So, like, I did most of my work from 9 p.m. to, like, one thirty in the morning. Right. And, and then woke up with them, which is funny because that's now about the hours I sleep uh, <laughs> every night. But it, it took me, like, a year and a half because all of a sudden I'd get to to the part of the day where I could do work and go, Oh my God, I have so much to do. Cause like I didn't do anything all day yeah. because it was way more fun to just mess around. Yeah. Well, I think the moral of the story is Gabe starting a second podcast, how to work from home seminars. I mean, yeah. Listen to my Ted talk yeah. on, on working from home. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, at this point, like everything's maybe we'll have a podcast next week. Maybe we'll write some stories next I'm joking. We will write stories. Mm -hmm. We have no idea what they're going to be about Mm -hmm. or what's going to happen, but we're not just going to treat this as if we have six months off. Uh, As far as Power Mizzou goes, we treat ourselves as essential personnel. Yeah, absolutely. We're like the only personnel, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, There you go. Well, you shorted Sean there. Yeah, that's true. Sean Williams, essential essential personnel. None of the people he writes about can do anything for the next 34 yeah. days but. yeah he's gonna have some really repetitive interviews <laughs> yes uh what do you you take any visits no i can't talk to anybody yeah i talked to a bunch of people how was that it was good okay yeah. thanks we're good um but i i don't know we'll follow along go to the message boards um we'll keep you informed of everything going on at mizzou and the sec and college sports all that um and We'll be back at some point um, if we can leave our houses to do a podcast next week. Maybe we'll bring our uh, reading recommendations (laughs) and our Netflix shows for you to watch. If not, uh, we'll talk to you when we can.